Welcome back all. Um, as we just went over the fall, um, the fall of the head of gold, now, now we'll move forward into 4, 457 BC. But also connected with this date is a, is a, um, is the um, 2,300 days as well. And this is what we'll look at also. But let us begin with the word of prayer. <clears throat> Merciful Father in heaven, O Lord, we give thanks for this day and life is strength again. O Lord, we ask that you may forgive us for our sins and our shortcomings. And Father, we ask that you may lead us to help us to learn something new from these old things, O Lord, and to walk in the light as you show it. And O Lord, we ask these things in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, before we look at the date, specifically five... Um, for 457 BC, we're going to look at some backdrop as well. Um, we're going to go to Exodus 15, verse 17. It says, <clears throat> Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in. And the it says, in the sanctuary. So the place in which, in which um, Moses and and the Hebrews then built for Christ to, to dwell in <coughs> the sanctuary. So this this year is dealing, this year here is dealing with the sanctuary. This is where that's why we're starting here. O Lord, which thy hands have established. Exodus 25, verse 8. Let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them, according to all that all that I show thee after the pattern of the tabernacle. And the pattern of all the instruments thereof, even so shall ye make it. So Moses um, and the Hebrews at that time made it after the pattern that, is, that, that was in heaven. So the one on earth is a type and, and, and um, the one in heaven is the, is the real, real one that um, Christ has made and he, he has established. And the one, one on earth is just showing the works of what is happening in heaven. So for us, for us to follow Christ, we have to understand the, the first sanctuary, which is pointing, the, the earthly sanctuary, which is pointing to the heavenly sanctuary. Okay, GC 409, paragraph one, says the scripture, which above all others have been the foundation, <coughs> excuse me, the foundation, the central pillar, the advent faith, faith was the, Declaration. Unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. Daniel chapter 8, verse 14. So, this, um, she, she clearly tells us here that this is the foundation, the central pillar of the Advent faith. So, every Adventist must have a clear understanding of the sanctuary services and, and the work of Christ in the heavenly sanctuary. Because, um, before, before, before Christ blots out our sins, um, we we must exercise faith in in the work of Christ in in the sanctuary. And if you can't exercise faith in the work of Christ in the sanctuary, you you on earth will not not have have the right works so that your sins might be blotted out, and therefore your name shall be blotted out if you if you don't understand the work of Christ. She has a quote in thirteen Amar where she states. All who become confused on the point of Antichrist shall 
um, join the side of Antichrist. So, so, so if we know Christ correctly, we shall know the works of Antichrist as well. Because, because we shall see the works of Christ separate from the works of Satan. Satan is this Antichrist. So this is why we must have an intelligent faith um, upon the, 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 the sanctuary and, and its services. All right, continue on. Daniel 8, 13. It says, Then I heard one saint speaking, and another saint said unto that certain saint which spake, How, how long shall be the vision concerning the daily and the transgression of Amen. To give both the sanctuary and the host to be trodden underfoot. <clears throat> and he said unto me, Unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. So we'll look at Daniel 9, because Daniel 9 later on answers, gives, gives more, more light on, upon, upon questions in which was asked in these, in this, um, these verses here. So when you go look at... Um, in the verse, and in verse fourteen, the word "days" is translated to evening and morning. So this is why we have here have later on, in verse twenty-six, it says, "In the vision of the evening and the morning." So if you see the vision of the evening and the morning, it, the, the vision of the evening and the morning is the same vision speaking of and spoken of in verse fourteen, <coughs> which is the twenty-three hundred days. It says, "In the vision of the evening and the morning, which was told, is true. Wherefore, shut up, shut thou up." The vision for it shall be for many days, and and this vision shall be open at the end of days, at at these end end of this evening and morning cycle. All right, go to Daniel nine verse twenty. Also, like to put out there that this prophecy has many many truths in it, and um, I'm just going through um, a foundational view view of it. Yeah, just. Just a short view of it, not, not each and every point, because there's many, many points in here, and it is up to everybody that, that hears my voice at this time to go back and look at every single one of these different aspects, because we have to know these for ourselves. We must have an individual, intelligent faith. These, every single man <clears throat> must have this, because um, Daniel knew that Cyrus was 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 to come because he went and studied for himself he said he understood by books so he went back and studied for himself to go to go and 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 um understand to flee from the wrath to come so it's telling us that we must understand by books by from moses john and all these men from these books so that we might flee from the wrath to come it's all teaching us the self-same message all right so going down, Daniel 9, verse 20, says, And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin, the sin, the, the sin of my... Okay, I'll read this over. Keep this in mind what he says. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people and presenting my supplication before the Lord, my God, for the holy mountain of my God. So the holy mountain is, this, is the church as well. If you go look at um, Psalms. So he was confessing his own sin and the sins of, of, his of his own people, of the holy mountain, of the church. So Daniel's telling us the, the works in which we must do. And he understood this because he understood by books. He was studying the books of Moses. And so when I went over this yesterday in Leviticus 26, um, Daniel was here 
praying the prayer of reinstatement. If you go look in that chapter, you have you ha have a prayer. Um, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord says that if you want to come back in line with me, this is what you must do. And Daniel did exactly what the Lord said. So he was confessing his own sin and the sins of Israel, the church as well. Verse 21. Yea, whilst I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, <clears throat> touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. <clears throat> at the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth. So the commandment only comes when we pray. <coughs> this, this chapter here, if you want to take any lesson from it, one lesson that can be taken from it is the, um, is the lesson of prayer. Is praying for our own sins that, that, that we see ourselves and that the Lord shows on to us. And confessing and um, praying for the sins of others, others as well. Um, it says, continuing in verse 23, And I am come to show thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people, and, and, and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, and to make an end of sins, and to make reconciliation for, for iniquity, and to bring in everlasting righteousness, and to seal up the vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore, and understand, that from the going forth of a commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the Prince, shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks. Keep this in mind, verse 25. Verse 25 says that Messiah, the Prince. So we're going to look at this verse again when we look at the year 164 um, B.C. as well. Because in that time, they were saying that someone else um, <coughs> was the prince well, of princes. Yeah, was the prince of princes. But this verse clearly tells us who the prince is. Yeah. This is speaking about Christ. It says the Messiah, and Messiah means the anointed one, <clears throat> the prince. Okay. It says, continue on, shall be seven weeks, three score, and two weeks. So when you add this up, this gives us 69 weeks. And it says, the street shall be built again, and the wall even in troublous times. Verse 26. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince that shall come, <coughs> excuse me, shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. And the end thereof shall be with the flood. And unto the end of, of the war, desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. So this is this other week that that is added to make up the 70 weeks that was spoken of in verse 25. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause a sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation. And that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. All right. So. Now we're going to look at. A point that was brought brought forth here in, in Daniel verse um, Daniel nine verse twenty five. We'll look at the going forth of the commandment, because this is now when from if you can locate that time, this is now where you you can see this sixty nine weeks, and then after sixty nine weeks you have this this last week, and and then in the midst of the week the sacrifice and the oblation um, cease in the midst of that last 
one week, which makes up the 70, 70, 70. weeks. And um, Sunan went over it yesterday. A day, a day equals a year. So it's 2,300 days, that is 2,300 years. And, and all the, and, and um, 490 weeks, 490 times seven, um, 70 weeks. Yes, <clears throat> 70 weeks, 490 yes. Days. Yeah, 490 days, mm -hmm. thank you. Yeah, 70 weeks, seven days in a week, which will equal 490 days, a year for, uh, a day for a year, 490 years. Okay. So, continue on, we're going to look, look at that more. Go to Ezra 6, verse 14. So, so this commandment is to restore and to build Jerusalem. So, let's go to, go to Ezra 6, 14. It says, and the elders of the Jews build it, and they prospered through the prophesying of Haggai the prophet and Zechariah the son of Edo, and they builded and finished it according to the commandment of the God of Israel and according to the commandment of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. So we're going to have to locate the time of this. But we see here clearly there's these three Three kings that I mentioned that um, that helps with the, the building up of the, the temple. <coughs> Go to Ezra chapter 7, verse 9. For upon the first day of the first month began he to go from Babylon, and on the first day of the fifth month came he to Jerusalem, according to the good hand of his God upon him. <coughs> For Ezra had prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it, to teach in Israel, Israel statutes and judgments. Excuse me. Verse 11. Now, this is a copy of the letter that, that the king amen, gave unto Ezra the priest, the scribe, even a scribe of the words of the commandments of the Lord, and, and of his statutes to Israel. Artaxerxes, king of kings, unto Ezra the priest, a scribe of the law, of the God of heaven, perfect peace, and at such a time. I make a decree that, that, all they are the people of Israel and, and, of, and of his priests and Levites in my realm, which are minded of their own free will to go up to, 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 to Jerusalem. Jerusalem, go with thee. So this is the law that he puts in place um, so, that, so that the Jews might go back onto their, their own land so that they, they can build. Verse 21. And I, even I, Excuse me. I, even I, Artaxerxes the king, do make a decree decree to all the treasurers which are beyond the, beyond river. the river that whatsoever Ezra the priest, the scribe of the law of God of heaven, shall, shall, shall require of you, it be done speedily. All right. So we have... We have this this last king that comes forth, and and helps and um, gives gives this decree so that the the temple shall be built. But we'll look at um, Cyrus Cyrus one Cyrus um, the the decree in which Cyrus put forth, and and the year in which he did. But with Artaxerxes, that's when it has it is 457 
BC. It's the um, decree of Artaxerxes and yes, we're gonna look at this date as we go along. Artaxerxes and Ezra six fourteen gives us the, the other two. It's Cyrus and then Darius in, in this exact order. Ezra one verse one <clears throat> to seven. So read that, please. <clears throat> On the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation through, throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God, which is in Jerusalem. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and gold, and with gold, and with goods, and with beasts, besides the freewill offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests, and, Le and the Levites, with all them whose spirit God had raised, to go up to build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem. And all they that were about them strengthened their hands with vessels of silver and with, with gold, with goods and with beasts and with precious things, besides all that was willingly offered. Also Cyrus the king brought forth the vessels <coughs> of the house of the Lord, which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put them in the house of his gods. Amen. So in verse 1 of Ezra chapter 1, it says, Now in the first year of Cyrus king of Persia, when you go to Daniel 5, verse 31, it tells us that Darius is the one that took down the, the head of gold. So, and we know that it was, um, the, it, it was this two-horned two power. It was the Medes, and the, per the Medes with the Persians. So um, when Cyrus, Cyrus reigned from, from the year 538 um, onward, he was, he was co-ruling with, 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 with Darius, um, Darius, Darius the Mede. Mede. He, he was a median um, king. So now when it says that Ezra 1, verse 1, this is now Cyrus's reign as sole ruler. Because if you go back to Daniel uh, 7, 7, it tells us that, and one side of the bear was li lifted up higher. And the one that came higher was the Persians. Because after, after, um, after Cyrus comes up, and he, he reigns, reigns higher than, than, um, than, than the Medes, the Persian kingdom is the one that flourishes over the Median um, kingdom. And everyone knows the Persian kingdom um, even now, but not many people know of the Median kingdom because the Persian kingdom is the one that came up last and it rose, rose, um, rose into more power than the Median kingdom. So when it says his um, first year here, the first year of Cyrus, the first year of Cyrus was 536 BC. This is his sole rule. Says after Darius, and I believe I may have that um, evidence in here. If not, it can be pulled up from the, the pioneers very easily. 
So his his first soul soul reign was in 536 because in 538 Darius was reigning and Cyrus was a general of the army and the, and him being the general was the one that went and went and and, and battled <clears throat> battled against Belshazzar. So in the year 536 we have this law by Cyrus king of Persia because now he's king of Persia he was not king of Persia previously. So um he was not sole ruler rather previously. So, two years after the fall, the fall of Babylon, in, this, in the first year of Cyrus, this is when he puts forth this decree. I'll put it up here. 536. 536 B.C. This is the first decree. But, um, but Daniel 8.14 could not start because it needed the, 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 the full the full decree to go go in to um to start the the 2300 days <clears throat> so numbers 1434 and ezra 46 we have after so then read read these texts as well showing that <clears throat> a day is, is a year a day one literal day is shown a prophetic year all right let's go to gc 326 paragraph two Someone read this, please. The angel had been sent to Daniel for the express purpose of explaining to him the point which he had failed to understand in the vision of the eighth chapter. The statement relative to the time, unto 2,300 days, then shall the century be cleansed. After bidding Daniel understand the matter and consider the vision, the very first words of, of, the, angel, of the angel are, Seventy weeks are determined upon the people and upon the whole thy holy city. The words here translated determine literally signifies cut off. Seventy weeks representing 490 years are declared by the angel to be cut off as, as especially pertaining to the Jews. But from what were they cut off? As the 2300 days was the only period of time mentioned in chapter 8, it must be the period from which the 70 weeks were cut off. The 70 weeks must therefore be a part of the 2300 days. And the two periods must begin together. The 70 weeks were declared by the angel to, to date from the, the going forth of the commandment to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. If the date of this commandment could be found, then the starting point for the great period of the 2300 would be ascertained. Amen. So, this, this is taken from GC chapter 18. And... In this chapter, she go, goes through this, the whole thing step by step. If you read chapter 18 and chapter 23, chapter 18 is called An American Reformer, and chapter 23 is called What is a Sanctuary? If you re read these two, it gives a plain, clear um, um, view, view mm -hmm. of, of, of these verses, Daniel 8, 13, and 14. Go ahead, Kanar. Yeah, I was going to say, earlier you mentioned Babylon 608. In 608, Nebuchadnezzar was co-ruling with Nebuchadnezzar, his ah, father. Yes, yes. And in 606 was his ascension year. That was the first time Daniel went into captivity. Mm -hmm. The fall of Babylon, Cyrus is co-ruling with Darius, and in his ascension year, they come out of captivity. Amen. So the captivity is marked by ascension, and, and, and it ends by an ascension. Amen. Ascension yes. of Nebuchadnezzar and ascension of Cyrus. Amen. Also yeah. the fall. So you have Belshazzar co-ruling with Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, the fall. Yes. Amen. Amen. They're inseparably linked. Inseparably linked. Yeah. Amen. So, yes. 
the the 70 years gives us a lot of things in it and that that's another thing um we all should look into and see because the ascension of of um Nebuchadnezzar. Amen. Yeah, shows 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 now when um the Jews are now are now in his hand. But now when Cyrus is the sole ruler, the um the Jews are now now are in, back in God's hand. Are in God's you. good favor. It also teaches you a little bit about the daily. Oh, amen. Yes. He that let will let until he be taken, taken out. Amen. When that king is taken, then Nebuchadnezzar could rise and Cyrus could also Right. Awesome. Amen. The same principles. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because now when Cyrus comes, when Cyrus comes up, he does more. He does um things, things that go hand in hand with the sanctuary, mm -hmm. and uh, and then when this this form of Rome Rome falls. This this former Rome comes up and it does directly things with a wrong sanctuary mm -hmm. and it puts it puts all the gods into to, into this one one sanctuary. It does yeah. Amen. Okay. So she tells us that the seventy weeks, which is the four hundred ninety years, is a part of the twenty three hundred days. So um, when you subtract the twenty three hundred days, when you subtract excuse me four ninety from twenty three hundred days, this leaves you with one thousand eight hundred ten years. So if you find the end of the 490, we know that after that, there must elapse 1,810 years to bring us down to the, the 2,300 days. So then um, we'll read paragraph three because she tells us if you can find out the time when this law was passed, then you shall know the, um, the, um, the, four, the 70 weeks, the 490 years now. All right, GC 3.26, paragraph 3, says, In the seventh chapter of Ezra, the decree is found. <clears throat> that, she quotes, that she says, verses 12 to 26, in its completest form. So, previous um, decrees by Cyrus and, and Darius, the Persian, these are Persian kings. By these kings, it wasn't in its completest form, but when Artaxerxes put, put it in, now it is in its completest form. It says, in its completest form, it was issued by Artaxerxes, king of Persia, 457 BC. But in Ezra 614, in which we have read, the house of the Lord at, at Jerusalem. Jerusalem is said, said to have been built according, according to the commandment or decree of Cyrus and Darius and Artaxerxes, king of Persia. These three kings in originating, reaffirming, and completing the decree. All right. So at the beginning, you have these three kings that originate, um, reaffirm, and then complete. And Christ is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. So then at the end, you shall see three, three things that follow the same pattern. That originate, reaffirm, and um, complete. You have these... Three, three decrees that bring the building in this, um, that puts forth the 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 um building of, of the temple, and you can read about the um about 
the work of Cyrus and, and doing it in um, Isaiah as well in Jeremiah 29, verses 10, 11, and 12 also. All right. It says, these three kings in originating, reaffirming, and completing the decree brought it to the perfection required by prophecy to mark the beginning of the 2300 years. Taken 457 BC in the time, <coughs> excuse me, the time when the decree was completed as the date of the commandment, every specification. Thank you. Of the um, prophecy. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Concerning the 70 weeks was seen to have been fulfilled. All right. So this is the beginning. <clears throat> of 490 and 2300. What I like about this this last line you read is she basically saying we tested the fulfillment of prophecy against this date. Amen. Yes. And we found that every prophecy has been fulfilled in relation to this date. So Amen. this date is sound. Amen. Because many things come come <clears throat> with the finding of this date, mm -hmm. the baptism of Christ, the cross, and yes. the stoning of Stephen. Yes. All these things <coughs> are directly linked and bound up with the finding of this date. If you find this date, you find many other prophecies at the same time. All right. So this an, we're going to look in Zechariah 1. There's another prophecy showing the rebuilding of, of, the, um, of the temple and, and the city as well says Zechariah 1 verse 18 says then lifted up my eyes and saw and behold four horns and and I said and I said oh, unto the angel amen that talked with me what what be these what be these and and he answered me these these are the horns which have scattered Judah, Jerusalem, Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem. So the four horns <clears throat> scatter. And so in the touch is yesterday, the scattering is the scattering of, of, um, of this head of gold. The head of gold came, came up against Israel, Judah, and Jerusalem and scattered them. Verse 20. And, and the Lord showed me four carpenters. Amen. Then, then said I, what come these to do? And he spake, saying, These the, these excuse me, these are the horns which have scattered Judah, so that no man did lift up his head. But these are come to fray them, to cast out the horns of the Gentiles. <coughs> so it's speaking about the scattering of the Gentiles. The Gentiles which lifted up their horn over the land of Judah to scatter it. So now, since my comments on this, it says, Zechariah then, 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 excuse me, Zechariah then saw the powers that had scattered Judah, Israel, and Jerusalem, symbolized by four horns. Immediately afterward, he saw four carpenters representing the agencies. So the four after, it is all showing the work of God. Because it says that Cyrus, Darius, and, um, amen, they're all king of kings. Who is the true king of kings? Christ. 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 But Christ uses these agencies to go and 
It says, used by the Lord in restoring his people and the house of his worship. So if you look, look at this prophecy, it's Cyrus, Darius, Artaxerxes, and it's also Nehemiah, because Nehemiah comes up later and helps to build the streets and the walls. But this is all, all four of these is just the work of God. And the four horns is just showing the work of Satan. Amen. All right. All right. Continuing on. Now looking at the decree of Darius the Persian. Not, not Darius the Mede, Darius the Persian. It says, nearly 20 years passed by. Speaking about from the first decree. So this, can, this will roughly give us the year 516 BC. It's from, if you're in Herald, January 23rd, 1908, paragraph 5. So the second decree, roughly around the year 516 BC. And I say roughly because the last statement she'll make. It says, many of the remnant who, who, <coughs> who returned. returned to Judea. Amen. Had, had, had fallen into a backslidden condition. condition. And we're doing no more to restore the house of God than, than, than where they're, excuse me, yes, living elsewhere in the Medo Persian realm. But, but, but as the, Result. Result of the appeals of Haggai and and Zechariah. Amen. The returned exiles repented before God and labored how diligently. Amen. To complete the temple, the Lord blessed them and they were greatly prospered. Their their um efforts. Amen. Were were brought. Oh, that's nice. Were brought to notice the notice of Darius. Histippus. Histippus. So when we work um, hard for, for for the church, the um this is when the state shall hear of us as well. Mm. It says, "Who was the monarch ruling at that time?" And and he was impressed to issue to issue a second decree, fully as favorable as the one issued by Cyrus over twenty years before. So this second one by Darius, roughly around the year 516 BC, is this is the second one that is is the law that reaffirms the one that Cyrus puts in place. Cyrus puts was in, puts one in place. They they work, but then they go go back. Darius puts one <clears throat> in place so they can continue in the work. And then Artaxerxes is going to come and put in put another decree to. Um, to finish, to, to finish and complete the work. All right. GC 327, paragraph 1. Can, can someone read this, please? From the, going forth, from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to rebuild Jerusalem unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. Namely, 69 weeks of 483 years. The decree of Artaxerxes went into effect in the autumn of 457 BC. From this date, 483 years extends to the autumn of 2027. At that time, this prophecy was fulfilled. The word Messiah signifies the anointed one. In the autumn of AD 27, Christ was baptized by John and received the anointing of the Spirit. 
The Apostle Peter testifies that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And the Savior himself declared, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. After his baptism, he went to Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and saying, The time is fulfilled. Amen. So, if you take the six nine weeks, which equates to 483 years, it brings us down to 27 AD, as Swinon has up here. 27 AD, yes, and this is the, the baptism of Christ, and this is fulfilling the por portion in Daniel 9, it says to anoint the most holy, Amen. the most holy is Christ. This is baptism, and this was in the autumn. So with, with finding this one date, it brings us to the baptism of Christ. So this is how we can clearly see that this prophecy is directly linked with Christ. Every single one of these dates and all these prophecies are speaking of Christ. All right. So the 69 weeks or 483 years <clears throat> leaves us with this week. This last week here. And this week, she says, she'll say it's especially allotted to the, to the Jews. As, as every Christian knows that um, Christ came and he worked for the, the Jews at that time. GC 327, paragraph um, 2, says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. The week here brought to view is the last one of the 70. It is the last seven years of the period allotted especially to the Jews. During this time, extending from AD 27 to AD 34, Christ, at first in person and afterward <clears throat> by his disciples, extended the gospel invitation, especially to the Jews. As apostles went forth with, with the good times in the kingdom, the Savior's direction was, go not into the way of the Gentiles and, and any, city, any city of the Samaritans into ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So these two, three and a half years, oops, Christ. Amen. First Christ. Amen. Then after Christ dies on the cross, there's another three and a half, because he dies in the midst of the week, midst of this seven years, in the middle of it is 31 AD. Then from that point onward, it's his disciples. And go preaching the same message in which he preached. And he went, and they went the same place <clears throat> that Christ went as well. Went to the house of Israel. Turn on. Now, in paragraph 3, she quotes one of the verses in Daniel 9, which, in, in which we read. It says, In the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. In AD 31, three and a half years after his baptism. <coughs> Amen. <coughs> so, so, from the autumn, three years later, and yeah, three, three years later, then six months, bring you to the spring of um, 31 AD, because Christ died at Passover. Passover is, is one of the, the spring feasts. It says in AD 31, three years and a half, three and a half years after his baptism, our Lord was crucified. The great sacrifice offered upon Calvary ended that system <coughs> of offerings, which for 4,000 years had pointed forward to the Lamb of God. Type had met anti-type, and all the sacrifices and oblations of the ceremonial system were there to cease. 
Now, this is what it's speaking of, the sacrifice and oblation. It's to cease. Continue on. 70 weeks or 490 years, especially allotted to the Jews, <clears throat> ended as we have seen in AD 34. At that time, <clears throat> excuse me, at that time, through the action of the Jewish Sanhedrin, the nation sealed its rejection of the gospel by the martyrdom of Stephen, the persecution of the followers of Christ. Then the message of salvation, no longer restricted to the chosen people, was given to the world. The disciples, forced by, 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 excuse me, um, persecution, amen, to flee from Jerusalem, went everywhere, preaching the world. The, the, the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Peter, divinely guided, opened the gospel to the centurion of, of Caesarea. The God-fearing Cornelius and the ardent Paul won the faith, won, won to the faith of Christ, was, was commissioned to carry the glad tidings far hence onto the Gentiles. So, we have the baptism of Christ, then you have the, the cross, the cross of Christ, then you have the stoning of Stephen. And this is what, um, this is what ended um, the, the work for the Jews at that time. They have sealed, sealed their fate and shut, shut the door against um, Christ. And this is why Daniel says, um, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people, upon, upon the Jewish people. <clears throat> and determined, she says, can't remember what? Cut off. Cut off, yes, thank you. Determined means cut off. So from 34 AD onward, the Jews were cut off. They were no longer God's people. And the Christian church comes up now. And they're the ones who God is working through. Right. <clears throat> Come down to GC 328, paragraph 2. Someone read that, please. Did the whole thing? Yes. <clears throat> Thus far, every specification of the prophecies is, is strikingly fulfilled, and the beginning of the 70 weeks is fixed beyond question at 457 BC, and their expiration in AD 34. From this data, from this data there is no difficulty in finding the termination of the 2300 days. The 70 weeks, 490 days, having been cut off from the 2300. There, there were 1,810 days remaining. After the end of 490 days, the, 800, the 1,810 days were still to be fulfilled. From 8034, 1,810 years extended to 1844. Consequently, the 2300 days of Daniel 814 terminated in 1844. At the expiration of, of this great prophetic period, Upon the testimony of the angel of God, the sanctuary shall be cleansed. Thus the time of the cleansing of the sanctuary, which was almost universally believed to take place at the second advent, was definitely pointed out. Amen. So, from 34 AD, all the way to October 22nd, 1840, is this. 1810. 1810 years and from 457 down to october 22nd this is a 23 
hundred years. And, the, and from 457 BC to 34 AD is the 490, as, as she, she clearly just said in there. So she drew this basically without drawing it. She just said it straight out. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it gives us this clear um, line of history and, and the events in which the Lord wanted to point out from Daniel 8 and Daniel 9. And, and from Ezra as well, all these, all these dates. <clears throat> so now, this prophecy is so dear, dear to us because it leads us directly to, um, to, to, um, to the church now, to St. Adventist now, because it brought directly to, to the time when St. Adventist became St. Adventist from this point onward. It helps you to follow Christ. Amen, yes. As it goes through the different peoples, from Jews to Protestants. Amen. To Amen, because Christ, Christ was working in this time in the courtyard, mm -hmm. and after this, Christ, Christ was working in the holy place, that brings down to Christ working in the most holy. Yes. It says, following, following the Lamb with us wherever he goeth. This is why these prophecies and all these dates are needed, so you might know where Christ literally is, so that you, you might follow him and, 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 and keep pace with the light as well. All right. So, come down, GC, <clears throat> three twenty-eight, paragraph three. Come down to close, second to last. Quote: Miller and his associates at first believed that the two thousand three hundred days would terminate in the spring of eighteen forty-four, whereas the the um, prophecy, Amen, points to the autumn of that year. So, so they pointed to the the spring. So. Yes. Uh, no, I'm not going to go there. So, this is what caused the first d disappointment in on April 19, 1844. And this is also the time the second angel was going forth. First angel, 1798. Second angel, April 19th, 1844, and October 22nd, the third angel, because the sanctuary is open and the law is seen. So you have these three, three decrees at the start, and these three angels' messages at at the end. These three um, laws from from God, and these three laws to bring them out, three to bring them out of mental captivity, because it just came out the 1260 mm -hmm. to um, bring them out of <coughs> Sunday um, thoughts and so forth. Bring out a spiritual Babylon. Amen. Yes, to bring them out of spiritual. Spiritual Babylon. Okay, actually, can someone finish this paragraph, please? The, the misapprehension. The misapprehension at this point brought disappointment and perplexity to those who had fixed upon the earlier date as the time of the Lord's coming. But this did not in the least affect the strength of the argument showing that the 2300 days terminated <coughs> in the year 1844. And that the great event represented by the cleansing of the sanctuary must then take place. Amen. So, when the 2,300 days ended, this brings about the, the cleansing of the sanctuary. It begins with the building of the sanctuary. <clears throat> And it ends with the cleansing of the sanctuary. It begins the sanctuary, ends with the sanctuary. All right. 
says the from 2SM 104 paragraph 2 last quote says the proclamation amen of the first second and third angels messages has been located by the word of inspiration not a peg or pin is is to be removed <coughs> no human authority has has more right to change the location of these messages than to substitute the New Testament for the Old. The Old Testament is the gospel and figures and symbols. The New Testament is the substance. One is as essential as the other. The Old Testament presents lessons from the lips of Christ. And these lessons have not lost their force in any particular. So I'll read this quote because these messages, the first, second, and third, these things have been located by, by God. Amen. And then as we go on, we'll look at these, these points more and more because all, all these things... All these messages are just bound up upon these charts here. The first and the second is upon the 1843, 1850 chart has the third um, connected to it. The image, the image of the beast test and the sanctuary is all really pointing forward to our history when, when this beast shall rise up again, but in the United States. So we need to understand these things and then understand the, the messages that, 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 God has sent, sent us in the past and the messages that he's sending us now. Because God does not change. He has, he has had a message for every generation. To Moses, Samuel, Jeremiah, Daniel. Um, for, for all men in all ages. And the Lord will not stop Amen. now in our history. That would be foolish and be calling God a liar. So we have to understand the old messages and have to understand the message for our time even now. So, I'm going to stop here and pick up with the next date upon the chart as we continue on. And that being said, shall we close with the word of prayer. Most of Father in heaven, Lord, we give thanks again for for all that you have shown the Lord. Please forgive us of our sins. Please, um, Help us to keep all these things in mind, to, to um, see you in the old and, and in the new as well. And, and, and to know, know the light, light for this time, O oh Lord. Please help us to turn from sin and self in this day. And, and we ask these things in your son's name we pray. Amen.